This is SR1. All right, everybody, here we go. Welcome to the Rob Carter Show. Every Sunday at 5 o'clock. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving with friends and family. I've got a buddy who always says, Rob, remember to be grateful, not hateful. Good advice as we enter the holiday season. I'll admit that's not easy for me. When I see people walking around in the propaganda bubble and they are so tied to finding someone in the public eye that's going to come and save the day. My reality and what I think the reality of the world is, is that free peoples must come together as one because we are constantly being divided. I call them the masters of distraction and the devils of division. This is the media. But you have to understand how the game is being played first. You can't win unless you understand what the enemy is trying to do to you. They're trying to enslave you in technology. I see another con coming down the line with our good friend Elon Musk. Now, most people, when they think of Elon Musk, they think of electric cars, Tesla. Now he's the owner of Twitter, and I see the same con that was used with Donald Trump now starting to take shape with Elon Musk, and let me explain. When Donald Trump was brought into prominence politically, he was the champion of free people. He was against the establishment, and that's the way he was positioned. Despite the fact that Donald Trump gave everything to the establishment that they wanted, ballot harvesting now, warp speed so that pharmaceutical companies got all of the money that was surrounding COVID, the vaccines, the testing, the, a con job, obviously, at this point. If you don't understand that, then I, I just don't know what else to say to you. It was a con. From day one, it was a con. Now, when we look at Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter, what you're seeing is the exact same strategy. On the right, Elon Musk is the champion of free speech. On the left, he's the champion of disinformation and misinformation. Elon Musk has nothing to do with free speech. And you can tell that by the way they're organizing Twitter right now. If Twitter and Elon Musk were interested in free speech, everybody would be welcome. No pornography, no cursing, these kind of things. But you would allow everybody to have their opinion on Twitter. Twitter is not the arbiter of truth, and nobody should be the arbiter of truth. The whole idea of freedom of speech is the debate. It doesn't matter whether somebody says something racist or anti-Semitic in your mind. The idea is that is out there for public debate, public scrutiny. But that's not what's going on at Twitter, and that's not what Elon Musk is all about. He is just a part of the global system, in my opinion. I'll explain that as we move on. But every time I open my phone and I go into Twitter, I get this message. It says, keep ads relevant to you by allowing Twitter to track data from other companies on this device, like apps you use and websites you visit. They want to track me, like with everything else. What Elon Musk is really into is his company called Neuralink, which is a fusion of the human mind and human thought with AI technologies and computers. That's the big business. When people in this world today think of wars, they picture bombs and bullets like in Ukraine and Russia right now. The real war being waged against free people is a war between the ears. It's for your mind. It's for your thought. They want to entrap you 
in a technological system to where you just can't get out. Think of how you react when you lose your phone right now. People completely freak out when they lose their phone. If they lose electricity at all, they just completely shut down. And the people that are running the show understand that. What's going on in a nutshell is what's China. The Chinese model is what they want for around the world. A completely um, compliant society trapped in, they want a Chinese model so that when you, when you try to use your uh, money, when you, the, the digital currency, the social credit score, they want to tie your carbon footprint. They want to tie your vaccine status together with your ability to survive in society. That's really what they're going after. And all of the global bodies are talking about it. I want to start with clip number one. Pay attention to Elon Musk for me, will you? Because I see a very similar con job to what they did with Donald Trump. I just see it very clear. It's, it's, I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm tracking what the left is saying on Twitter so I can explain to people how the system is being organized. And it is very clear that Elon Musk is not worried about freedom of speech at all. He's worried about data collection. He wants to collect data because his company Neuralink is where the big action is at. The link between the human mind and AI computers, that's where the real money's at. That's where the future is being, uh, that's where the future is at, is Neuralink. It's not Twitter, it's Neuralink. Twitter's just the device to get the information, to track your thoughts and to track your movements and to track what motivates you, to track your entire personality. That's what Twitter is all about, and that's why Elon Musk bought it. The idea that he's a champion of freedom of speech is, it's quite laughable, really. Just by the way they're organizing Twitter, right now i want to play clip one for you because if you understand the way the world is working right now there's the distraction which goes on with media narratives on a day-to-day basis and it's easy to figure out how that's working by by just paying attention to the club members i've explained it over and over again they're tied together by schools by intelligence agencies by banks old historic families and they have their minions in the media that keep you distracted and fighting with one another all the time as a global governing system is being put into place. The first clip I want to play is from uh, our good friend, Klaus Schwab. If you don't know who Klaus Schwab is, he is the face of the World Economic Forum, the corporate version of the United Nations. That's all he is. He's one of many. He's not the guy running the show. He's just a little bit higher than our Joe Bidens and Justin Trudeau's from Canada and Emmanuel Macron from France. He's just a step above them. He's the one, he's the... He's a little bit of a puppet master when it comes to the politicians. He's the face. The oligarchs are above him. The real money, the old historic families just have put in a system that has government run out of the UN, run by the corporations, run out of the World Economic Forum, amongst other corporate objectives. It's just a nice little system they have. That's why when you see a guy like Joe Biden running the country, you're like, how could Joe Biden be running the country? He can't think. He's a, he's just, it's impossible to believe that he's making decisions on behalf of free people. And you know that he's not, but you have to understand how the whole system is working. That is the key to it all is to see the system because once you see the system, it, once you see the system, it becomes uh, your responsibility to share it with people. If people start to see what's really going on in this world, then we can start to overcome all of the problems that we have because society in the United States is breaking down. It's just breaking down. The systems that we once trusted are all falling apart. All of these um, 
the CDC and the FDA and the intelligence agencies with the FBI and the CIA, all of it is starting to be considered fraudulent. And it is. Obviously it is. But until people start to recognize it and do something about it, we're stuck. Because if your biggest thought process of getting out of this bubble is, is it going to be Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump, then we're done. We're done. It's going to come down to the American people seeing this for what it is. And I hope that God allows that to happen. Because without a spiritual intervention right now, I see way too many people that are walking around with masks on. They're completely lost from reality. The matrix that they live in with Fox News and CNN and all of the misinformation vehicles um, has taken over their minds. They cannot see outside of that bubble. That is their reality. It's been shaped for them. It's been orchestrated, and they just can't get out. Here is Klaus Schwab. Listen to what he says very closely. Clip number one, go. But um, we have to go one step further. We have to have a strategic mood. We have to construct the world of tomorrow. It's a systemic transformation of the world. So we have to define how the world should look like, which we want to come out of this transformation period. Mm. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. If you can understand Dracula there, what he's saying is we are under a systematic transformation of the world and that he appreciates the Chinese model. If you're a long-time listener of my show, I say they want the Chinese model, variations of it, but they want the Chinese model globally. And here's a guy who Donald Trump said is doing a fantastic job talking about the Chinese model being a role model for the rest of the world. Here is another clip. I just want to play these back-to-back so you get the idea. This is the news that we don't pound into the heads of American citizens. This is what, if you really had a free press, if you had a press that wasn't CIA infiltrated, if it wasn't run by the government itself, they would explain to you that you have a global system being put into place as we're arguing over DeSantis and Trump. The real war is for consolidation of the global map. That's what's happening. This is how they explain it. The charlatans are always the guys that are trying to do good. Bill Gates, a known criminal, is now a philanthropic angel trying to bring vaccines to the world. It's just so silly. But if the media pumps that into your head and they put a sweater on him and make him look cute and sweet and like Mr. Rogers, everybody goes, oh, Bill Gates, he's so wonderful. They don't remember that he was a crook back in the 90s. They just see him as the guy that's bringing vaccines to people and let's go get those vaccines. How many times was he on CNN saying these are going to stop transmission? You can't get it. And then Biden would puppet it. And then all the politicians would puppet it. And then all of the influencers would go out there and tell you to get your vaccines, get your vaccines, or you're going to kill grandma. And now we know it's all BS and they just move on to the next one. It's fascinating to watch, really. I'm fascinated by it. But here is another clip. This is... um. This woman's name is uh, Eva Verdingerbrock. Eva Verdingerbrock. She was on with Tucker Carlson, and she just brings it into clear focus again. Just a very short clip talking about how we are right now. The system is put into place, and it was put into place in America 
under Donald Trump, but the system is being put into place for a social credit system. Clip number two, go. We already have a system in place right now that is very close, or at least reminds us of the beginning phases of a social credit system. We are literally turning into China. That's what's going on globally. What's going on globally is they are consolidating the world around digital, physical, and biological identities. That's what's going on as we are fighting over insignificant things and as the media keeps us distracted, there is a global war going on behind the scenes. These people are, they call themselves transhumanists. They believe that uh, in the past, natural selection, there was a, there was a God, and he said, no, I'm, I'm going to bring you, uh, your attention to this guy's name, Yuval Noah Harari. He's another spokesperson for the World Economic Forum. He says the idea of God is going away, and now man will become God. They want to link man with computer and make a better human in the future, and they talk about it openly. That's how you can kind of tie this together with Elon Musk. Elon Musk is setting himself up as the good guy, as they always do. A good con leads you to believe that the one doing the con is the good guy. They gain your confidence. And that's what the media on the right is doing with Elon Musk, with calling him the champion of free speech. It's, it's laughable if you're invested in it like I am. It's just not happening. It's a, it's a complete joke. But what's really happening is going on globally. Globally. There's millions in the streets of Brazil right now, and their election was over uh, 10 days, two weeks ago. They recognize that their election was stolen from them, and they see what's happening, and they have taken to the streets. And the Brazilian Supreme Court has said, if you are continuing to protest, we're going to take your kids away from you. We're going to freeze your bank accounts. And they're still out there in mass. The people of China are starting to revolt. Because if you don't have the right social credit score, if you don't have the right uh, QR code on your phone in China, you can't buy anything, you can't move about society, and that's what they want to do everywhere. They're talking about it openly, and it's coming to the United States, and nobody here is alerting you. People have to understand the motive and the agenda that's going on behind the scenes before they can react and do something about it. You can't just tell people what's happening. you got to say, hey, this is why it's happening. This is what's going on. That's what I'm trying to get across to people is this is really happening. Let me play this clip for you. Just take a listen to Yuval Noah Harari talking about what's going to happen in the future with hu human beings. These people are dead serious. This is a guy that is being funded. He is the spokesperson for the World Economic Forum. He is the voice of the most powerful people in the world. I will replace natural selection by intelligent design. You have, especially in the US, this big argument between natural selection and intelligent design. And the funny thing is, the ironic thing is, that the people who believe in natural selection, I think they're obviously right about the past. But the people who believe in intelligent design, they are right about the future. Mm. The future of life belongs to intelligent design, but the designers, the intelligent designers will not be some gods above the clouds. We are going to be the intelligent designers of the future of life in the universe. Now you know why they want to take God out of the arena. Now you know why the churches were being shut down through COVID and Walmart and Target and Lowe's were wide open. Are you starting to see it? We'll continue the conversation after the break. Stay with us. I got a lot more to talk about. Stay with me.
All right, everybody, welcome back. I hope I did a decent enough job in segment number one to pique your interest. I'll admit it's not easy to explain it. It's easy to see it, but not easy to explain it. It will take a global awakening to the propaganda we're being fed, the matrix we're living in. It'll take love across borders. And I believe it starts in America. I really do. I think there's an energy in this country created by our grandparents who fought and died for freedom all along the way. And there's an energy in this country to protect freedom. So as these charlatans start to intrude just a little too much, I think there's going to be a big pushback here in the United States. It will start here. Freedom will be protected right here in America. And it will have to spread globally. We'll have to show the world what's really happening. And I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do everything I can to explain what I see. Because if you think there's going to be a political solution to this problem, the only way that would happen is with free, fair, and verifiable elections. Let's go back to 2020 with Trump and Biden. Five of the largest voting counties in America were shut down in the middle of the night as vans filled with ballots came in and turned the election that was solidly in favor of Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Ask yourself if you really believe that Joe Biden got 81 million legal votes. Does that make any sense to anyone? Knowing this guy's history, he ran for president twice prior and was ousted for lying about his resume plagiarizing speeches from other politicians. You got to see him give a quid pro quo in Ukraine. Right there on live television, anybody could watch it. You know the history with him and Hunter Biden in China. All they did was they repackaged him with Barack Obama. They stretched his skin across his face, gave him some shiny new hair plugs, put a pretty suit on him and some aviators and tried to make him cool again. It's a joke. And then try to convince you that he got 81 million votes. And if you disagreed with that outcome, you were an election denier. We're going to talk about language later on in the show, but I want to start with this particular clip. This is Joe Biden in 2007, 2007 talking about election machines because he had part of it right. We must, if there's going to be a political solution, and you can tell by the, the, the politicians that have been placed there that they don't want a real verifiable election. They just, every time there's an election and it's, it doesn't make any sense, they just move on to another narrative. They just forget about the elections and they move on to another narrative. If the people in power wanted us to have a constitutional republic, they would demand that we had verifiable elections. And you notice that nobody, whether it be Republican or Democrat, is pounding saying we must have free fair, verifiable elections. Don't you notice that? You can put a man on the moon, you can put a craft on Mars, but there's just no way that the states can put together a system where we can verify the election and the will of the people is recognized. Can't be done. Here's Joe Biden. Check it out. I think we should pass a federal law mandating that the same machines with paper trails be mandatory for every federal election. That will be a multi-billion dollar bill for the states because the states will have to make a choice then. They will have to make a choice whether or not they have two machines 
We can't mandate, as you know, state elections. We can't tell the state of Delaware or Ohio or Texas what machines and what method they use to vote in their state election. But we can do it federally. So in a nutshell, I think we should be mandating, mandating that we have a paper ballot with a standardized machine. He wants those machines. He's got the idea right that it should be standardized and it should be verifiable. The people within the states have to put so much pressure on their politicians and their representatives to come up with a system that gives us verifiable elections. Without that, none of the rest of it matters because everybody is being selected by the corporations. We just have puppets running our government across the board. Democrat, Republican, right, left, doesn't matter. The media will smear it so that you never really recognize what's happening. And if you disagree with it, they're going to slander you and call you a conspiracy theorist, an election denier, and all of the language they use to just to distort the situation. If you're going to win a competition, you got to have a structure to win. And the only way to get these bastards out is to make sure that we force them and that we understand how to have elections that we can rely upon. That's it. Everything else, although it may be very important, doesn't matter if we're going to keep our constitutional republic. It's just not going to matter. You have to have an election system that we can rely upon. I want to get into Ron DeSantis because I think this will be the way the media plays it out. They're going to keep you in the either uh, Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump camp if you're on the right. Although Ron DeSantis is from Harvard and Yale, he says a lot of things that I really like. I don't know if he's a part of the club. He certainly goes to the club member schools. We've talked about that ad nauseum. But I want to pay attention to this particular clip, and I want you to pay attention to it because there's some language in there and there's some Sleight of hand that if you're not, if, if, if you're not, if you don't have the sense of how these people work, it's not going to mean anything to you. But if you've been watching it for years and years and you watch how these people speak, you start to recognize some things that they, they, they take you off track. They say things that if you're keen at understanding, you hear it. And if you're not, it just, you go roll right past it. You would never even notice it. I want you to listen to this clip and then I want to tell you what I heard versus what you heard. People would put in their Twitter profile a mask and a, and, a, and a syringe, and that was like their identity, and it was ridiculous. They lied to us about the mRNA shots. They said if you take it, you will not get COVID. That is false. That is not true. And they continue to say, even now when the evidence is so overwhelming, uh, that not only is that not true, people that have multiple boosters, you know, you're, a, you're definitely at risk of getting it. There's no question about that. So, so it's just time and time again, I think you've seen ideology placed over, over data and evidence. The very last sentence is what I want to draw your attention to because everything else he said is people that can think at all recognize that COVID-19, the entire scheme, was... Uh, Ridiculous from the very beginning. They restricted medication that you could use. They would. They didn't even tell you about taking D3 and vitamin C and things that would help you from uh, getting a virus. All they did was want to get you vaccines, ventilators in the hospital and blame the unvaccinated for the problem. That was, the, that was it from day one. And then you look at the money that was behind it with warp speed, getting the vaccine companies all their money the CARES Act for setting up the entire system around the country. $6.2 trillion for the CARES Act. Think about how much money that is. $6.2 trillion. Thanks, Donald Trump, for saving all of our lives with your miracle drugs. 
It's laughable. And people say that he was, I, I don't want to get into Donald Trump. I just cannot believe that people still think that that was okay. Whatever you think he's got going on, there's just no way that you can be okay with taking $6.2 trillion and allocating it for a lie. There's just no way you can explain it away. And now you're seeing the result of it right now with Joe Biden and what's going on in the world. But what Ron DeSantis said that you had to pay attention to was about ideology. If you don't recognize and you don't call out the fact that COVID-19 was a was an orchestrated con job, if you don't recognize that and you don't call it out, then you're lying to the American people. It's not about ideology. They're not... The, this guy named uh, Ashish Jha is out there telling people, giving uh, press conferences at the White House, telling people to go out and get their flu shot and their booster shot for COVID-19 still today. Despite, all, there's so much evidence out there that, n- not, number one, they don't work. And number two, there's certainly a lot of danger with it for young people because cancers, liver problems, heart issues have all skyrocketed since the mass vaccination, the global vaccination campaign. So something's going on there, something we should at least look at, but no, hell no. Ashish Jha from Columbia and from Harvard says, get out there and get your flu shot and your vaccine. I'm going to play a clip from him in just a minute where he says, that's why God gave you two arms. One vaccination in the left, one vaccination on the right, one for flu, one for COVID-19. It's incredible. But Ron DeSantis is saying that it's ideology that they're, they're sticking to. They're not sticking to ideology. They're sticking to a con job. And Ron DeSantis, if, if he went to Harvard and Yale and he's this brilliant person, there's no way to escape it. Anybody that is telling you that this is uh, incompetence is lying to you. There is a long history of explaining through the Rockefeller Foundation and all of these global bodies what they could do with a virus to consolidate power. And they did it. They literally followed it to the letter. So when you hear politicians say that it is just incompetence, your antenna should go up and say, wait a minute, here we go. Here we go with another guy who's just going to say, you know what, I'm going to take over. These guys are just incompetent. I'm the smart one. I'm the one that could read data. I was reading data long before Ron DeSantis. I I told people from day one this was all a scam. Because they had talked, I, I follow this information. This is the this is what I'm into. This is what I do for fun. I love it. I love the way people are conned and manipulated out of their freedoms. I just love watching it happen. I don't love that it is happening, but I love following it and tracking it and see how people react. It's just social engineering. It's incredible and it's global. I never really thought that America would fall into it this easy. This was so simple. When I started. I really believe that I could go out and, and tell people what was going on. I would explain it to them. I would get out my little videos and my sound clips, and I'd say, listen, here's, here's what they've been talking about with these vaccines, with the lockdown of society, with uh, temperature checks, uh, everything they were going to do with COVID to separate everybody, to separate everybody and consolidate power. And as I explained it to them, I realized, wait a minute, this is kind of easy. I'm, I'm telling them what's happening, but they're not, they, they're, they don't see it. Propaganda is a very powerful thing. The bigger the lie, the more people will believe it. And all they have to do is just pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it on their Mockingbird media, and people will believe it. There's just nothing you can do. It's incredible. It really is. It's just fascinating to watch. Keep an eye on Ron DeSantis. This, that clip right there gives me pause. It really makes me think that this guy is just going to be another pawn in the game. 
another pawn in the game. We have to focus on, in America, every state, especially the swing states, the people of those states must demand, they must get very loud, they must get very vocal, they must organize, and they must come up with a system to verify those elections. You can't have a Republican and a Democrat in a room divvying up who won the election when you know it's a uniparty, when you know they can be bought. That can't happen anymore. You can't have elections machines that can be hacked, where both parties said they've uh, been hacked for years. And then when you say, wait a minute, these uh, election results don't make any sense, they go, election denier, election denier, you're an election, you're a Holocaust denier, an election denier, you're a white supremacist, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's baffling that people still fall into it. It's baffling that anybody at this point still believes it. You've been lied to by your institutions for two and a half years, and now that it's come out that it's a lie, everybody goes, well, what's the next narrative that we can lie to them about, and we'll fall into that one. It's incredible. Here is uh, this guy that I was telling you about. This guy's name is Ashish Jha. Remember the club schools, because this guy's got the two big ones. Remember Barack Obama, Harvard, and Columbia, and I've given you a whole long list of the people that are involved in the clubs. Whether they are involved in some conspiracy, that I can't tell you. I don't know. All I know is a very exclusive group that is giving you your information, and most of it, if not all of it, is a complete and total fabrication of the truth. Check this clip out. This is Dr. Ashish Ja telling you to get your vaccinations uh, for the holidays. Check it out. An important part of the conversation we have in the days and weeks ahead. Because here's what we know. If folks get their updated vaccines and they get treated, they have a breakthrough infection, we can prevent essentially every COVID death in America. Always could. That is a remarkable fact two and a half years after we found this virus first in our country. But it's going to take all of us to make that happen. So please, don't wait. Get your COVID shot. Get your flu shot. That's why God gave you two arms. You can one in each arm if you want. Oh, these people make me so ill. He's right out of central casting, too. He looks very uh, non-offensive. Uh, looks like he could be your father or grandfather. Very docile, very soothing voice telling you to go out and get your vaccines. There's two more. If you haven't seen the movie Died Suddenly, I recommend everybody see it. Talks about maybe the effect of these vaccines. I'm not endorsing the movie, but there's a lot of things in there that are true and things that should be up for debate and considered. Two more people who you might want to pay attention to who just died suddenly. Uh, former Morgan Stanley trader and co-founder of the $3 billion cryptocurrency firm Amber Group died suddenly on November 23rd. The company announced his name was T.T. Coolander, died 30 years old, died in his sleep. There was a woman by the name of uh, Ovita Fuller, I think is her name, FDA virologist. She was out there telling everybody the vaccines were very, very safe. She was doing YouTube videos and going on talk shows and saying, I've got a history with the um uh, North Carolina at Chapel Hill. These vaccines are safe. She started explaining the technology. Uh, she died suddenly at age 67. That's just two more. I should give an update every week of just a couple of people that just died suddenly out of the blue for no reason who you know were vaccinated. It's um, People have to wake up to what's really happening in this world and don't think that just because you're a decent person that everybody else is. There's some charlatans in the world. Got a lot more to talk about in segment three. Stay with me. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. 
I hope that I have encouraged a few of you to get off your butts and get involved in this country. To rock the boat just a little bit. Because most people don't want to rock the boat at all. And I will admit, it causes a lot of tension. But you got to do it. You're in a fight for your children's freedom. Whether you understand it or not, that's exactly what's happening. That's why the world seems so bizarre to you. Let me start this segment with a a video clip that I found where a guy is explaining the difference between a democracy and a constitutional republic. A constitutional republic, which is what we have, is meant to protect individual liberties and individual freedoms. What the establishment is trying to do is convince you that we're in a pure democracy. We're not in a pure democracy. But that's what they want to convince you of. It is the movement toward the best for the collective. And when you move toward the best for collective, you're open to easy propaganda. When you stay centered on individual liberty, on individual freedom, then you protect the entire country. You must protect yourself first before you can protect all of us. But if you are conned, into looking out for everybody else, and you just have to follow along just like it's get the vaccine for grandma. That was a perfect example of how you get moved collectively to do something because the media propagandist conned you into doing something. They took away your ability to protect yourself and said you must do this for other people, and then they started to mandate it. Everybody goes, well, you got to mandate it because this idiot over here won't take the vaccine because he doesn't understand science. When you see all of these charlatans on television talking about the separation of racist and how racist the society is, it's the government that kept us apart. The people always want to come together. Haven't you ever seen where a a black child, an Asian child, a Muslim child, a white child are together? They don't recognize race. They just recognize there's another person there. That's how we're born. We're not born to discriminate based on what we see before us. If there's a person that's nice to you, you automatically in human nature want to be nice to them. It's when politics, it's when the charlatans that are trying to divide us in the media get their hands and get their tentacles into the situation that we start to get divided. And they divide you by groups to watch these people divide us day in and day out with just massive horse, uh, I shouldn't say it, massive BS campaigns. It is infuriating. Take a listen to this clip. This guy explains it quite well, and then I'll try to show you how it plays out. Constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic, to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. That was a black and white clip, so this goes way back. That's why I say this is a political movement that has been underway for a long, long time. We have been slowly brainwashed out of protecting our own individual liberties. 
Joe Biden right now wants to take away semi-automatic guns. Says there's no reason for them whatsoever. And he's going to come after your semi-automatic guns. Well, that would leave you nothing but a six-shooter. And if you haven't figured out just how how ridiculous it is that the government, and you just watch through history what authoritarian governments have done once they take away the weapons from the people. And they slowly chip away at it. They confuse you. Assault weapons, which are you pull a trigger and bullets just keep coming out, versus a semi-automatic where you pull the trigger once and a bullet comes out. You pull the trigger again, another bullet comes out one at a time. One pull of the trigger, one bullet. And now they want to take that away. They want you to have to click it like a six-shooter. They just slowly confuse you and move the goalpost and start taking your guns away from you. And everybody with any ounce of sense knows that murderers and killers are going to do what they do regardless of what weapon they use. The gun is to protect us from those people. That's the entire premise. But they will confuse the operation. They will convince our kids that we don't need guns. Ripe. Ripe young minds that can't understand that if you take guns away, all you're doing is stripping the rights of law-abating citizens. Criminals are going to find their guns. Look at Mexico with the drug cartels. They have very strict gun laws in Mexico. Do you think that's a safe society across the board? No, because the criminals have the guns and the citizens don't. I mean, it's just it's, it's all around us. We can see what's happening. They're taking guns away in Canada now. They took them away in Australia. Hillary Clinton said Australia was the model that we should use when, when it came to guns, which was a buyback program where they took all the guns away from their people. And now they're out there in an island in Australia, and if they don't follow the COVID rules, well, then you just can't live in society. Too bad, so sad. It's infuriating that people fall in line with this stuff, and it's infuriating that people fight for these charlatans, these criminals that are trying to take our rights away. Here's how they do it on the media. This is a famous... Uh, uh, collabor- uh, what, what, a famous um, uh, clip of local news stations all parroting the same thing. This is a famous clip of local news stations all playing the same thing over and over again. But pay attention to the language because we just talked about what a constitutional republic is and how they're going to try and get you into thinking of, thinking of this society as a pure democracy for the collective and not a constitutional republic that concentrates on the liberties and freedoms, individual liberties and freedoms of free people. Check this out. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Over and over and over again. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is across all of the networks. Extremely dangerous. It's all local television. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely dangerous it's to incredible. our democracy. It's incredible. And they try to use language, and it's, it's called the Mockingbird Media, where they just parrot it over and over and over again, and you take it in without really recognizing what's happening to you, especially young people, especially people that are distracted, that don't expect anything's going on. They don't realize how they're being manipulated, how their thought process and how their opinions are being manipulated. They don't see it. They don't get it. But just look at the, look at the way we take in language. Uh, they used to call people Holocaust deniers. That was a big term that the media used to, uh, for anybody that, that um, uh, 
said the, the Holocaust in World War II didn't happen. They called them Holocaust deniers, and it painted people that said that as vile and disgusting, as they are. But what it did is it implanted a, a, a thought into people's heads. This is the psychology of it. And then they called you a climate denier, so they link it to Holocaust denier when they call you a climate denier when you question climate change. Here is what they were saying in the 70s, before we had the hole in the ozone layer, before we had global warming, and then they settled on climate change. In the 70s, us who are old enough to remember it, they were talking about global freezing, polar temperatures. That's what they were worried about. A global freeze is what they were selling in the 1970s. Check this out. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. It's all a con. And it's so easy if you just have any recollection of history, if you... If this is something that you get into and this is something you follow from for years and years and years, it becomes very easy to see the manipulation. George Carlin was the best at recognizing it. As a social observer, uh, George Carlin, forget what his, his political views were, but just as a person who recognized what was going on in society and how we were being manipulated and how we just followed along with the narrative, he was just brilliant. But climate denier is now... Don't you believe the science? How many people have said that to you? If you if you say global climate change, the entire the the idea of it is so silly. We have no idea what this climate was doing five hundred thousand years ago. All we have is our tiny little um, ability to understand what's happened in twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, eighty years. That's all we have. That's all our recollection is. We have no idea what this. We're just a ball floating around in space. We have no idea what's causing worse tornadoes. Uh, hurricanes. We just pretend that we do. We are. Carl Sagan said it best. If you allow the science to be co-opted by politicians, they can lead lead you in whatever direction they want. And now we have the term election denier. I played Charles Barkley last week. Charles Barkley, the biggest sellout on television right now. And I'm going to play another one for you here in just a minute. But Charles Barkley is somebody that people love. He's got the great personality. He's tied to Michael Jordan. Now Michael Jordan and him aren't speaking. That gives me a little respect for Michael Jordan. But nonetheless, this guy is out there. He, he came out just recently and said, I want to give a shout out to all my gay and transgender friends. And I'm thinking to myself, and it was on CNN again. How many times, does, is, do you really think that Charles Barkley, who's been in the public eye for 35 years, all of a sudden is now really concerned about the gay and transgender agenda? It's insane. It's stupid. TNT wants him to say that. He goes out and says it for whatever reason, whether it's to get a bigger paycheck. I don't know what his motive is. All I know is the corporation is telling him what to do because there's no reason in the world that Charles Barkley would want to schedule an appointment on CNN to talk about his support for the transgender community. It's, it's bizarre. Then you had the anti-vaxxers. Just think of the language. If you didn't agree with vaccines, they labeled you as a fool. Everybody knows vaccines are wonderful for you because the science tells us it is because the people that we know are lying to us all the time are telling us that vaccines work. Therefore, these charlatans that tell us that vaccines work, they've got to be telling us the truth. It's the science. As Fauci said, if you disagree with me, you disagree with science in general. And they labeled everybody anti-vaxxers. How about white privilege? 
How, how much has white privilege been shoved down your throat to separate us, to divide us along racial lines, which is a communist tactic that they talked about in the 50s and 60s. The easiest way to split up America was along race because you got to group us to divide us. And once you divide us, you can conquer us, right? Not it's, it's, you know, as a strategy, it's pretty easy. It's just watching it happen and watching people fall into it and watching people live off of this corrupt system is bizarre. White supremacy. We talked about threat to democracy. You just heard the guy talk about a constitutional republic and a true democracy. And then you see the media. I played it right after you. Threat to democracy, threat to democracy, threat to democracy. Over and over and over again. They sell it. It's a game. And then if you connect the dots like I do, you're a conspiracy theorist. They really, really get after you with the language. And these influencers that get out there on YouTube and uh, and, 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 and just sell the corporate line for money make me puke. Here's the most recent one. This guy's name is Logan Paul. He is um, uh, a YouTuber. He's got one of the largest platforms for YouTube in the country. Uh, 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 I guess it's for young people. Uh, he's been he's been boxing lately. Now he's got a big deal with uh, with one of these wrestling federations to make millions of dollars. I'm going to play just a little clip of what he put out on YouTube. Now he's reading this. You can watch it. He's reading it from a script. Check this out, Logan Paul. Keep an eye on this guy. Knowing all this about America, its racially charged background, its inability to truly treat humans as equals, even after 244 years since its inception. Reading from a script. We must now work towards finding the solution. And if you are an influencer or a celebrity friend of mine, I hope you are using your platform to continue to spread the message of solidarity and unity. I do not have all the answers, but I know we must now reverse engineer the system as a collective. Collective. We must open our eyes and realize that there is only one race, and that is the human race. On behalf of Brianna Taylor, this guy. we must change. On behalf of Ahmed Aubrey, we must advance. And on behalf of George Floyd and the hundreds of others who have been unjustly murdered in this country, we must evolve. Does it sound like a boxer or a professional wrestler? Or does that sound like a scripted uh, routine that he was paid to give? I'll let you figure that out. But this is how the whole system works. These are the influencers that influence the minds of young people and people who are unsuspecting that a con job is going on, that their freedoms are being, their freedoms are being stripped from them. They don't see it. I want to close the show by reminding you to give my friends Mike and Beverly Sloan over at Elite Printing and Packaging a call if you need anything. They, they do dog food, cat food, uh, energy drinks. Uh, they do everything. If you need printing and packaging, please give Mike and Beverly a call. They are good people. They are a small business. They, they have 150,000 square feet right here in St. Louis, employ a lot of people. You got to do business with your neighbors. You got to do business with the small business people of the world. Call Elite Printing and Packaging, Mike and Beverly Sloan at 636 561 8970 or EliteSolutionsGroup.com. Mention the word Patriot and they will take care of you. I hope you had a great uh, Sunday afternoon. Hope you have a great evening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week at 5 o'clock on The Rob Carter Show. Take care. <laughs>